0: in your Bibles and uh, of course we're talking about right now the importance the importance of a name and uh, let me review just a minute if I could we say we said last Wednesday night number one a name identifies us uh, it gives identity we said a name can influence us and then we said last Wednesday night that a name can ignite feelings and so we uh, let me, uh, let me put just a few things on the screen tonight by way of review, and then we'll get into our scripture tonight. We said, first of all, it's important to learn a person's name. Third John chapter 1, verse 14, But I trust I shall sor- shortly see thee. And we shall speak face to face. Peace be to thee. Our friends salute thee. Greet the friends by name. And so it's important to learn a person's name. Then we said, number two, it's necessary that your name be in the book of life. Uh, Revelation chapter 20, verses 14 and 15 support that. Luke chapter 10 and uh, verse number 20. The Bible says, notwithstanding in this rejoice not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. And then we said number three, the name of Jesus is above every name. Philippians chapter two, verse nine, wherefore God has uh, also hath highly exalted him and given him a name which is above every name, that the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And then tonight, we're going to talk about this a little bit. We ought to pray in Jesus' name. Let's have a word of prayer tonight and let everybody get in their seats, and we'll get right into the Bible study tonight. Father, we thank you for your blessings, and thank you for the opportunity to be back in God's house again this evening. And Father, we pray now that you would bless and that you would... Uh, Father, that you would teach us something from the Word of God tonight. I pray that you will. Lord, we know that the devil hates truth. We know that he wants to try to, Lord, he wants to try to take away from that. He wants to try to do everything he can to distract us from truth. God, I pray that you would not allow him to do that tonight. The best I know how to, I plead the blood of Jesus over the service And Father, we pray for the power of the Holy Spirit, and I pray that, God, you'll teach us something from thy word tonight, and I pray that we'll leave here better Christians than when we uh, entered earlier. So help us, please, Father, we love you, and Lord, we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray, and for his sake, amen and amen. Look at John chapter 14, if you will, and look at verse number nine, verse number nine. Uh, Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, show us the Father? Believe thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works." Believe in me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do. That the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. If you love me, keep my commandments. Now I want you to take your Bibles, if you will, and turn over to John chapter 15. John chapter 15, and we're talking about this, we ought to pray in Jesus' name. John chapter 15, and look, if you will, at verse number 16 tonight, and notice what our Bible tells us. The Bible says, and this is Jesus speaking, he said, "Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that ye should go and bring forth fruit and that your fruit should remain, that whatsoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, he may give it you. Now, I want you to turn over one more chapter, John chapter 16, and look, if you will, at verse number 23. John chapter 16 and verse number 23. The Bible says, And in that day ye shall ask me nothing. Verily, verily, I say unto you, whatsoever ye shall ask the Father in my name, he will give it you. Same chapter, next verse. John 16, verse 24. Hitherto have ye asked nothing in my name. Ask, he said, ask, and you shall receive that your joy may be full. Now, give me just, give me about... 15 or 20 minutes probably tonight Just to, to give you uh, a truth but What I believe is an important truth From the word of God Now we said this It's important to learn a person's name It's necessary that your name Be in the book of life Is your name in the book of life tonight? I hope it is If it's if it's not boy, tonight's a good night To make sure it's there And so uh, it's necessary That your name be in the book of life The name of Jesus is above every name But we ought to pray in Jesus' name uh, think about this church The name you ask in means all the difference in the world. Have you ever have you ever heard this statement? It pays to know someone, Amen. and it does, doesn't it? Uh, you know what? There have been times, probably, that this has happened in your life. It's probably happened in my life when I probably got a job because of somebody I knew. It wasn't because, uh, it, I, well, we were talking about that this week. You know, what I remember when I first, man, just, just had gotten married, I worked at uh, uh, Lou Winnie's Furniture Factory. Man, I, I had worked with my father-in-law's son before that time, and he had begun to sort of teach me the upholstery trade a little bit. But I, but I, I worked at Lou and that's where I learned to upholster and learned to outside and, and uh, uh, really used to learn a staple gun. And, but I'll be honest with you. When I started at Luigi's Furniture Factory, I didn't know, man, I didn't know anything about upholstery much. I didn't know how to outside a chair. I, I you know, just I knew a, a few things here and there, but really didn't know. You say, well, preacher, why did they hire you? At uh, the furniture factory uh, They hired me because of my father-in-law That's why they hired me And uh, his cousin was a big wig at the company And uh, he went to his cousin and said Hey, how about hiring Stephen? And uh, that's how I, that's how I got, got there Because I knew someone And uh, a, ma- a name means all the difference in the world Take your Bibles tonight and Let me just give you some illustrations Of what I'm talking about And we'll get into some practical things Turn to 1 Samuel chapter 17 1 Samuel chapter 17 We're talking about About a name When you ask in a name It means all the difference in the world First Samuel chapter 17 in your Bibles And look if you will at verse number 44 Now this is a famous uh, passage of scripture And a a familiar passage of, of scripture This is of course David and Goliath uh, and nobody wants to fight Goliath. Here's this huge fellow out there a tremendous warrior, uh, and nobody wants to go up against him. And here comes David, the shepherd boy, and David is going to go up against Goliath. And of course, we know because we have Scripture, we know how that turns out. But I want you to notice one of the very important factors of the story. 1 Samuel 17, look at verse 44. The Bible says, And the Philistines said to David, Come to me, and I will give thy flesh unto the fowls of the air, and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with a sword, and with a spear, and with a shield. Watch now. But I come to thee, in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied, this day will the Lord deliver the end of mine hand, and I will smite thee and take thine head from thee, and I will give the carcasses of the host of the Philistines this day unto the fowls of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Listen now, the name you ask in means all the difference in the world. I'm gonna tell you what, brother when David came out there and said, I come in the name of the Lord. Now, you know, here's, here's, the, here's the important thing. Goliath didn't know who David was he was just a he was a, a a shepherd boy that was sent by his daddy to really to bring some refreshments to his brothers who were on the front line there and ends up david's on the front line and goliath did not know who david was you know what if david would have came out and said i'm david the son of jesse that wouldn't have meant anything to to goliath but i'll guarantee you this When David came out, by the way, running toward the giant, and he said, I come to you in the name of the Lord. I'm going to tell you what, buddy. Goliath wasn't a believer, but I'll guarantee you one thing. Goliath had heard that name before. He heard Jehovah. He heard the name of Jehovah. And I'll guarantee you this. He had heard some of the stories and some of the rumors, and no doubt he had heard about Jericho, and he had heard about some of the great miracles and the parting of the Red Sea. Now, maybe maybe he didn't believe it. And maybe he told everybody, I don't believe that stuff. But all of a sudden, here's this little shepherd boy that comes out with a a slingshot and a pocket full of rocks, and he's running toward this giant. Everybody else is shaking in their boots, and he's running toward this giant, and he said, I want to tell you something, giant. I'm coming to you today in the name of the Lord. And I believe, brother, I believe right there that that Goliath knew that something was up. Uh, Listen, uh, it's important that you go in the right name. Now think about this, church. If I go to God, And ask for something Based upon my name Did you know it means absolutely nothing? Because the Bible says In Isaiah chapter 64 That my righteousness Is as filthy rags If I go to the Lord and I say, Lord, I need you to do this, and I need you to do it in my name. I'm going to be honest with you. My name really means nothing. But when you ask in Jesus' name, his name holds great merit. Take your Bibles tonight, if you will, and turn to Matthew chapter 21. Matthew chapter 21, again, that name means everything. That name that you ask in means everything. Matthew chapter 21 and Jesus has instructed the disciples to go into the town and, and to get a mule. And the Lord is going to ride a mule into Jerusalem here. And, and notice what he tells them in Matthew chapter 21. And look at verse number 1. The Bible says, And when they drew nigh unto Jerusalem and were come to Bethpage under the, the Mount of Olives, then sent Jesus two disciples, saying unto them, Go into the village over against you, and straightway ye shall find an ass tied and a colt with her. Look what he says loose them and bring them unto me. And if any man say aught unto you, ye shall say, The Lord hath need of them, and straightway he will send them. Y'all get that? And so the Lord said, you know what? When you go and you get ready to bring this mule back, now, when they if they ask you, what are you doing? If you say, I'm a disciple of the Lord, you know what? They may not give it to you. But if you'll tell them, the Lord hath of this. The Lord needs this. He said straightway, he will send them. I'm saying this, church, his name carries merit. His name yields merit. Power. It's important that we pray in Jesus' name. Uh, look, if you will, at Ephesians chapter two tonight. This will be one of the last places that we'll turn tonight. Ephesians chapter two, in your Bibles, and, and notice what uh, notice the authority that His name carries. Ephesians chapter two, and look, if you will. I tell you what. Let's do back up to verse number fourteen. Ephesians chapter two and verse fourteen. The Bible says, "For He is our peace." who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make himself of twain, one new man, so making peace, and that he might reconcile both God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby, and came and preached peace to you which were afar off, and to them that were nigh. Look at verse 18. For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Listen, church, do you know why we're able to enter into the presence of the Lord, the presence of our Father, because of the Lord Jesus Christ? You know what? By him we have access, the Bible says. Uh, I, I remember years ago, a number of years ago, we, uh, my, our whole family, my wife, wife's side of the family, our whole family, went to, we went to Disney World. And, uh, I mean, we had a large crowd that went. I mean, we had siblings and, you know, children and grandchildren, all those kind of things. And uh, I'll never forget, we went to Disney. Of course, y'all know if you've ever been to Disney, man, it's super expensive and uh, very expensive, you know. And, but I remember we went to uh, one of the Disney parks there, and we walked straight up to the gate. People were standing in line buying tickets, and uh, and we walked straight up to the gate. And we talked to one of the little customer service people there, and they and we said, "Yeah, we're supposed to see so and so." We called his name, and uh, and so they said, "Okay." And so they they called him, and he came to the came to the gate, and and uh, and you know what? I mean, people were waiting in line. People were spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on tickets, and this guy walked to the gate. And opened the gate. And I don't know how many of us there were. There was probably 15, 16, I guess, of us. And he walked to the gate, opened the gate, and every last one of us walked through the gate free of charge. I mean, walked in free. Didn't pay didn't pay for a ticket, not one. And uh, now, wait a minute now. What, why why'd you tell that story, preacher? Well, you know what? If we would have went to that gate there at Disney, and I would have said, you know, open Sesame, and let us in, and they would say, They would say. Uh, by what name? And I'd say, my name is Stephen Pope and and I want you to let us in. I'm going to be honest with you, that wouldn't have got the job done. Uh, They wouldn't have let us in. Now I'm sure they probably would have been nice and they would have tried to be cordial and that kind of thing but the truth of the matter is, you know what they would have done? They would have turned us away and they would have said, you know what, you're going to get in like these other people. You're going to go pay for your ticket but because We asked for a certain name. We were able to walk in scot-free because of a certain name. And that's how it is with the Lord Jesus Christ. When you go to God and you begin to pray and and you begin to ask God to pay for your bills and you begin to ask God to heal your children, you begin to ask God to to help your marriage and you begin to ask God to to bless your ministry and you begin to ask God to work in your class and work on your route and and you begin to ask God to help out with your job situation. Uh, You know what? If you don't go with the Right name, if you don't have the right access, did you know you're not going to get those answers to prayer? Uh, now, thank God we pray to the Father, we pray through the Spirit. Thank the Lord that we have a prayer partner that goes with us, the Holy Spirit, and helps us in our prayer life. But it's very important that we pray. To or pray through the Son, uh, we pray through His name. We get access through His name. Ask in My name, He said. We have access by one Spirit unto the Father. It's been several, several, several years ago now, but uh, it was around the Christmas time, and and uh, we were doing some shopping and getting ready for Christmas, and and I, I I told Hannah, I remember telling Hannah, I said, listen, I said, go down here, and I I think I had picked out a couple things or something and, uh, and maybe I told her what to get or something or maybe I told her to go down and, and do a little shopping for your mom. And, uh, and so I said, now, here's, here's my Belk card. She didn't have a Belk account. And I said, here's my Belk card. And I said, you go down to, to uh, Belk and you do some shopping. By the way, that's a dangerous thing to do whenever you give your Belk card to a, uh, to a female. and uh, But I said, here's my card. And I said, you go down there and do some shopping for your mom and, and get some things. And so, uh, sure enough, she went down there and uh, she came back. Man, she had a bag, you know, full of stuff. And she said, Dad, let me show you this and let me show you that. And uh, now, wait a minute now. Now, what would what would have happened if Hannah would have went down to the Belk and, uh, and put a lot of things on the counter and when they rang them up she got ready to pay and she said uh, "I, you know I want you to I want you to give me these things in my name. Uh, you know what they would have said? Uh, you know what? We can't do that. We're not allowed to do that. You're going to have to you're going to have to pay for these things. But when she uh, reached in her purse and pulled out a credit card, and that credit card had a name on there. It's my name. And she said, I'm here shopping for my dad, and here's his credit card. And, uh, and they took that credit card and scanned that credit card. Did you know then they bagged all those things up and sent those things home with her? Now that's what I'm saying. Did you know that, brother, when we go to the throne of grace, that we're going on his credit? Did you know that? It's not us, it's not because of what we've done, brother. You know what? I'm just a a sinner saved by grace. I deserve to go to hell. If I got what I deserved, I I deserve to go to hell. I don't deserve his mercy. I don't deserve his provision. I don't deserve his protection. Listen, when I'm having a hard time, I don't deserve for him to come in and and take care of me. I don't, brother, I don't. There's just nothing in me that deserves that. But when I go to him and I say, God, I've got an issue, and, and, and God, we need your help, and God, we need you to bless, and, and, uh, and I'm coming in the name of Jesus I'm coming in the name of Jesus I want to tell you what business it's about to pick up Because his name is not like every other name And his name has merit Because he went to the cross of Calvary And shed his precious blood His name has merit that my name does not have Would you take your Bibles and turn to one last place for me Hebrews chapter 4 Hebrews chapter 4 tonight And would you look at verse number 14 with me this evening Hebrews chapter 4 and verse number 14. And the Bible says there, seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens. Who is this great high priest? Well, the Bible tells us Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our profession, for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. Look at verse 16, church. And he says, Let us therefore, let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. What's it saying, preacher? It's saying that because of Him, because of His sacrifice, because of His holiness, because of His righteousness, because of what He has done, the Bible says, then I can go boldly to the throne of grace. Why? Listen, why can a lost man not really pray and get things from God because he's not coming with the right access? But when I go to heaven and I, I go to my Heavenly Father and I say, Lord, I need this and, and I'm coming, I'm coming in the name of Jesus. Brother, It holds merit. And so it's very important tonight that when you pray, that you pray in Jesus' name, that you pray in Jesus' name. By the way, this is what we're going to talk about. I'm not going to get into it tonight. I told you it's going to be real brief tonight. But Lord willing, next Wednesday night, we're going to talk about this. We're saved by believing on his name. We're saved by believing on his name. Now, let me close tonight, but let me just say this. Maybe there's somebody here tonight. And you say, Pastor, if I died tonight, I'm not sure that I'm saved. Oh, listen, tonight's a great night to get saved. Tonight's a wonderful night to accept Jesus Christ as personal Savior. What What a blessing Sunday when we saw a young man walk the aisle and receive the Lord Jesus Christ as his personal Savior. And walk out different. I believe walked out different. And and so excited about getting saved. And if you're here tonight and you don't know that you know that you know that you're saved and going to heaven, you know what? You ought to get saved tonight. Would you do me a favor? Would you bow your heads with me this evening all over the house? And uh, we're going to have an invitation tonight. And maybe, just maybe, there's somebody here this evening. uh, Maybe several things. Number one, maybe you're here tonight and you need to be saved And if that's the case, if you don't know that you know that you're going to heaven when you die, in just a moment I'm going to invite you to come and I'd like to take the Bible and show you how you can know that you're going to heaven or maybe you're here tonight and you say, Pastor I'm saved, but I've got something going on in my life right now and I need somebody to to, to pray with me and to call out on that name of Jesus and to ask God to work. I've got a, a situation right now and uh, something going on Maybe with your job Maybe with your family Maybe with your health And you say Preacher I just need somebody To just get a hold of heaven with me And just touch heaven with me tonight And pray And that name he's preaching about Then now I'm going to invite you to come tonight Whatever it might be Whatever it may be Oh listen Why don't you use the altar tonight And do business with the Lord Would you stand with me All over the house tonight Father We thank you for your blessings tonight And uh Lord, I, I knew we were going to be a little, a little more brief tonight, but God, just I, I felt like this is where you wanted me to stop this evening. And Lord, I pray tonight that you'll help us to realize that when we pray, God, we go, we go bearing his name, the name of Jesus. Lord, our name holds no merit. Our name holds no power. But God, his name changes everything. And Father, I pray that, Lord, as we pray and as we live Lord, that we'll live bearing his name and praising his name and praying in his name. Now, Father, if there might be one here this evening that doesn't know for sure they're saved and on their way to heaven, I pray tonight would be the night, Lord, that they'd come and accept Christ as Savior. Or maybe there's some tonight that just need to get on the altar this evening and use this altar and just get a hold of Jesus tonight. So, Father, help us, please. And we thank you and love you in Jesus' name. Our heads are bowed, our eyes are closed. The pianos will play. If you need to come tonight, listen, the altar's open. You come tonight. Pastor's going to make his way to the main floor tonight. And if we can pray with you, if we can help you, we're here tonight. You come tonight. While we wait, folks are coming. Folks are on the altar. Others are coming. How about you tonight? Maybe, maybe in this brand new year, maybe you need to start the year out by using the altar and just asking God to work. Praying in that precious name, in the name of Jesus. What about it? What about it? Will you come while we wait? We're gonna be here if you need us tonight. You come tonight. We'll pause just for, just, just for a little bit. Folks on the altar tonight. Hey, this is a good way to start out the year. And if you're here tonight, and you say, Pastor, I don't know that I'm saved. I'm not sure that I'm born again. Oh, listen, why don't you come tonight, man? we well, let's start it out right. Would you come while we wait?